the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. Last year and the year before, we were talking about the election on the radio show. And uh, you were working on the book that you ultimately put out, uh, Tainted by Suspicion. And you looked at elections in the past that all had some strange anomalies to them, whether they be electoral college stuff or just the suspected shenanigans like we had in in the Bush versus Gore election. But now you've got a new addendum, a new uh, or is this a full new chapter? What is this? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's an addendum, uh, extra chapter, uh, whatever you might want to call it, uh, in, in the actual book, Contained by Suspicion. Um, so, uh, uh, but it's it's a democracy. If you want to get the full length story going back to the first earliest presidential elections uh, through 2016, uh, you can get tainted by suspicion. But if you want to read only about 2016 uh, and some of the controversies there, uh, you can get the plot to stop Trump. And 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 that uh, that book is uh, it's a small, short ebook, and it's available for just 99 cents on Kindle. Oh, that's very cool. So right. there's a quick that's for, if that's you want to jumpstart. You want to jumpstart your summer reading. Now, in, in this book, as you're saying, the the plot, which I, I love anytime you use, oh, you said the story. No, you do say the plot to stop Trump. Uh, and there was considerable effort in, to derail Trump and yeah. to, to shove him off to the but, side. Is this compared? Yeah, yeah. This, 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 this was entirely, uh, as, as was the case with the other elections feature in Painted by Suspicion, it's largely about, um, uh, one, the Electoral College, which, which was the case in all the other um, elections that, that were written about in the previous book. But, but also, uh, this was primarily more about that length of stretch of time from after the election uh, and to the Inauguration Day, when there was a all-out effort among some to uh, basically overturn an election. Yeah, it sure felt like there was an organized effort to try and find some way not to let Donald Trump put that hand on the Bible and be sworn in, even down to, what was it, Rosie O'Donnell, when she said, uh, can't (laughs) we put John McCain in and have a (laughs) do-over? Right, 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 Uh, you know going all the way back to 2008 there, as she wanted to. But, yeah, this was, uh, this was something that first, first it was the uh, Jill Stein, that was a Green Party candidate. Uh, she uh, ended up raising more, about three times more money uh, to get this recount going in three states than she actually raised during her entire third-party presidential candidate. Uh, and, and as it turned out, she had the help of uh, Clinton's legal counsel on this. So uh, through, throughout this whole process, uh, Hillary Clinton uh, pretty much worked to keep her fingerprints off this, but was willing to have some of her people involved. And, and that's what we did find out later on after much of this happened. Uh, after the Jill Stein recounts just didn't work, uh, there was this effort by a group called the Hamilton Electors. They had been in contact with the Hillary Clinton campaign as well, uh, campaign officials, what was left of it, uh, some of the high-ranking people uh, that were in the campaign, such as Jake Sherman. Uh, and they, they were pushing presidential electors to vote for someone else. Uh, they needed to get 37 people, uh, Republican electors, to vote for someone else, and that, that would try to, in some way, flip the Electoral College. Some were trying to 
trying to push for maybe a vote for Mitt Romney or John Kasich. But that, of course, didn't work. Um, the interesting thing was when the Electoral College actually met uh, in, in December, they, uh, Hillary Clinton lost more votes than Donald Trump. <laughs> I love I love it when you bring up a fact like that. They spent because it makes me realize they spent all this money. They made all of this noise to try and change the election outcome. And in the end, all of that money cost Hillary votes. Not Trump. <laughs> yes. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there were Democratic electors who ended up voting for uh, Bernie Sanders. One actually voted for Colin Powell. Uh, it was just came down to the fact that presidential electors, like a whole lot of Democrats out there in general, just didn't like Hillary Clinton <laughs> as, as much as uh, and any more than the general populace did. And uh, and uh, as it turned out, she ended up losing votes as well. It, it, even though, I mean, she, to, to be fair, she did win the popular vote. That was thanks almost entirely to one state, California, though. Yeah, I've looked, I keep looking at that. Between California and New York, those are the two states where she had overwhelming popular vote wins, like four and a half million in California and a million and a half in New York. But the rest of the nation, no, it was all, it was all Donald Trump. So just an yeah. amazing story. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and this book, the, the Plot to Stop Trump, uh, uh, available on Kindle, uh, it really, really breaks that down uh, about how the, why the popular vote went the way it was. Because uh, if you look at uh, the states where Trump beat Hillary, he beat her by quite a bit. In most, most cases, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania being the exceptions here, but uh, those were very close. But in most states, he beat her by quite a bit where he won. Uh, a lot of the states, most of the states where she won, she won by a much smaller margin than he beat her by. Uh, the exceptions were uh, New York and California especially California, uh, and and there, there were a lot of factors to go into California as well. Uh, for one, uh, Republicans weren't really inclined to turn out that year when they know in a winner-take-all state, uh, their vote wasn't going to count for that much in, in the Electoral College. Um, secondly, uh, there was a U.S. Senate race in the state and had, that had two Democrats running against one another. So there wasn't a whole lot of motivation, even down ballot, for uh, Republicans to get out and vote in that state. So, yeah. um, so, so, so that was out there. I mean, there were a lot of factors, and and of course, it always comes back to if the candidates had been campaigning for the popular vote, they would have campaigned much different. Yeah, that's a that's that whole argument that I. I love using whenever I run into someone who's still mad about the popular vote. Uh, his name is Fred Lucas. You, you, if you're a geek like me and you watch when the White House press, press briefings are televised, you'll see him standing up and getting to ask questions every now and then. Uh, Fred also is an author. The book that I enjoyed, the book that came out that showed us past elections and the weird history of some of the strange elections in our past is Tainted by Suspicion. And this is, I guess, the add-on chapter. It's available independently, or you can also go out and get yourself tainted by suspicion as well. They're good together. The Plot to Stop Trump. Fred, I, I love this. Just one more quick question on this one, on the Plot to Stop yeah, Trump. Sure. Did Hillary ever come close? Were any of these schemes ever close to actually preventing Trump from t taking in over the White House? 
Uh, none really were. Uh, there, there, um, there, were there was a point where uh, Trump's team did get involved in, li in the litigation. What could have happened uh, now is that Jill Stein's campaign was demanding hand recount of, in all these three states. That could have delayed the certification of Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania until after the Electoral College met. Then you would have had a situation where it would have had to have gone to the House of Representatives uh, because no one would have a majority of electoral votes. Um, and if that were the case, well, a House of Representatives would almost assuredly elect Donald Trump. Um, but but I, I, I think I think there there were some of these Hamilton electors that were hoping that they could convince the House of Representatives, uh, many many Republicans who don't like didn't like Donald Trump to start with, might put in another Republican. I think that would have been unlikely if it had happened. But but it would have been a uh, would have been a thrilling thing to see. I think if uh, uh, if he had a deadlocked electoral college and actually went to the House of Representatives, that's the first time it ha would have happened since. 1824. Well, and it would have given you another book to write. That's that's the other story here. For <laughs> Absolutely. Now, now you're going to have to seek out another book. But I I appreciate you checking in, and I always I always smile and say, "There's Fred." Whenever you stand up and get a question, and so I'm um, happy things are working out for you. The Blaze Radio Network on demand.